Greetings, dear friends. Are we not thankful for the choice of repentance, a better decision resulting in a better direction in life? Well, that's the good news of which we will discuss today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. On Jordan's stormy banks I stand, and the castle is Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? We appreciate our Jay Webb and his kind greetings and salutations. You'll hear from Jay throughout our broadcast, and we want to bid a hello to all of you. Thank you for joining us with our studies from the International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years we've been on the air, and we are blessed with each and every listener, and we're honored you've chosen to study with us today. May I begin with a question and ask, how serious is repentance? Well, allow Jesus to simply answer from Luke 13 in verse 3, But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Repent or perish. Is that important? Yes, it is. And Jesus even repeated that in Luke 13, 3 and 5. But dear friends, I want you to know that repentance is a beautiful word. Listen. In Matthew 3, verses 1 and 2, In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Here is John, that millennial harbinger, as we refer to him from time to time, through the words of our friend, the late Robert Taylor, that John would come forth giving a message of hope. And in Matthew 4 and verse 17, from that time Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And we noted earlier Jesus' teaching on repentance. In Luke 24, 44-47, before Jesus ascended into heaven, He looked at His apostles and said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning Me. And He opened their understanding that they might comprehend the Scriptures. Then He said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in His name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Oh, what a wonderful promise there, dear friends, that a message would be preached that would change the lives of people, indeed, the gospel message. And in Acts 3 and verse 19, among the message that Peter and John declared that day, Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Today, we turn back the clock for another lesson from Brother W. A. Bradfield, a faithful gospel preacher in Churches of Christ. And we're going to consider his lesson presented many years ago, Repent or Perish. As with all of our preachers of the past, we are reminded of the life and the words of Abel that are applicable now, by it he being dead yet speaks. Hebrews 11 and verse 4. Brother Bradfield will speak in a moment or through his sermon outline, of which I am honored to present. 
But before we do that, let's pause for our J-Web. Here's a few words about International Gospel Hour and social media. Why not follow the International Gospel Hour on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and others. Please type International Gospel Hour into the search engine, and you can like and follow our pages to keep up with the latest news and efforts of our labors. We would be honored to have you follow us on social media. And now, back to Jeff. Dear friends, let's begin with a question, what is Bible repentance? Well, dear friends, let's see what it is not. It is not godly sorrow. Now, listen to 2 Corinthians 7, verses 9 and 10. When Paul said, Now I rejoice not that you were made sorry, but that your sorrow led to repentance, for you were made sorry in a godly manner, that you might suffer loss from us in nothing. For godly sorrow produces repentance, leading to salvation, not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. You see, godly sorrow leads us to repentance. The goodness of God leads us to repentance, Romans 2 and verse 4. So Bible repentance is not sorrow, but rather it is a sorrow that leads us to repentance. When we are sorrowful for our sins, we are able to repent. We understand that despair or remorse or regret is not repentance, For Judas was one, in Matthew 27, in verse 3, who repented, but when we read the context, friends, he was in despair. He had remorse and regret. He threw down the silver, or threw down the thirty pieces of silver granted to him to betray the Lord Jesus Christ. He went out and hanged himself. He regretted what he did, but regretted, but I'm sorry, friends, regretting is not repentance, shall I say. Bible repentance is not just to quit sinning. While that is important, one needs to make restitution where possible. That while we will cease the sin, have we repented and changed our direction. Also, repentance is not covering up the sin. Repentance is not simply covering up sin. David, in 2 Samuel 11, tried to cover up the sin of his fornication with Bathsheba as he would try to put Uriah in the right place at the right time, if you will, but he was doing all the wrong things at the wrong time. Bible repentance is not covering up sin. Well, we know what Bible repentance is not, but what is Bible repentance? It is a change of mind and will if you will, a change of decision that responds in a change of direction. I think about the two sons that the father said to go into his field and do work in the field that day in Matthew 21, beginning with verse 28. And the Bible tells us how one son said, I will not, but later he repented and went. He repented of his decision, which changed his direction. Had he not gone into that field... That would not have been repentance. How about in Acts 16 and verse 33 where the jailer washed the stripes of Paul and Silas? They had been beaten and placed into prison. But the jailer, in changing his attitude toward the gospel and toward them, washed their stripes. He turned away from their punishment, and he looked upon praising God. 
And in Acts 19 and verse 19, those in Ephesus burned the books, those books that would lead them away from God. And in Luke 15 and verse 11, the prodigal son, well, he came back home when we read that wonderful parable. He did not remain in the situation he was in. He turned and came back to his father to live a better life. Bible repentance is a change of mind and will. It changes decisions and changes directions that we do not continue in a life of sin. Now, when we go from the what, let's go to the why. Why should men repent? Well, we understand, first of all, that God requires repentance. In Second Peter 3 and verse 9, we understand that God is not slack concerning His promises, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. As we note Jesus in Luke 13, 3 and 5, said, Repent or perish, we understand that as we began our studies today. But also the Apostle Paul in proclamation in Acts 17, 30 and 31 spoke of how there was a time that God winked at ignorance, but now commands men everywhere to repent. And so that is a command of God and a command of obedience to the gospel in Acts 2 and verse 38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, friends, we see the what and the why. Who must repent? Well, obviously, an alien sinner, one that has never obeyed the gospel of Christ. We note that from Acts 2 and verse 38. But even those Christians that have erred from the faith, such as Simon in Acts 8, 22, who wanted to buy the power of the Holy Spirit with money, and when Peter rebuked him, he said, Repent, therefore, of this thy heart, of thy wickedness. You repent. You can't continue to desire that. And Simon asked for prayers on his behalf. In James 5.16, Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The motives of repentance? Well, friends, people repent because of a fear of punishment, a hope of reward in heaven, and the love of God. Those are vitally important when we repent and we see these motives that bring us forth to repent. You see, man cannot get along without God, friends. Just like the rich farmer in Luke 12 and the rich man in Luke 16, if we try to get along without God, we're going to go along without God. And dear friends, that's a tragedy when we can repent and change our direction in life. We appreciate such good lessons from the late Brother W.A. Bradfield. Thankful we can bring this study together today. And now I wish to pause and defer to our J. Webb, who has more details for our free in-home Bible study. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. 
You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. Friends, the words of Jesus stand true today as they did in the lesson Brother Bradfield brought forth many years ago, Repent or Perish. Let's think on these things, friends, and change our lives for the good. And thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, as always, stay tuned and keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. To God be the glory.